back to another episode of Two Idiot Girls. Woo! You guys, we have a special guest in the room with us today. Woo! Mr. Caleb Harris. Welcome to the pod. So what is your guys' problem with me? <laughs> Other than the fact that you're gay? Right, because I was, <laughs> I was feeling that. <laughs> I was like, it's cool when it's days, but then all of yeah. a sudden, yeah. there can only be one of us in here, so I do I feel only have a little so sun, but it's okay. <laughs> I know the power's too great huh. on this side of the room. It is gay over here. It, 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 I can feel it. It's it palpable. Yeah. yeah, the gayness has skyrocketed almost immediately. It's usually just me saying like, "Do you think Jeremy Allen White's hot?" To Drew, and then she goes, "What do you think?" I go, "Never mind. Wouldn't That's know. me being gay. Never mind. It's it's real f- on this side of the room. <laughs> you can feel it. Yeah. You guys all know this, but we are huge fans of Caleb. Yeah. It is so mutual. I love you guys. Down, down, down. <laughs> down, bitch. Baby, are you down, Jay Sean? Yes. Do you guys remember that song? Of course. Uh, Baby, are you down, 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 down? Where the where the lyric down is ninety percent of the down. song. Yeah. And that's how I love you. Bring it back. <laughs> Bring it back. Bring it back. And that's how I love y'all. Down. I remember. Uh, when you came to our live show last year, I was so nervous when I, cause Drew said Caleb's coming. I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Cause we've just been such big fans of you forever. Yeah. And to see Period. that you're just as wonderful in person as you are online has been really heartwarming. Oh, well I'm faking it with you guys. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I want you guys to think I'm a good person. Cause I'm trying to get in with your parents. Oh, that's really, yeah. that's the first thing you said when you got here. Where are your parents? Unbelievable. I'm a Noel stand into my <laughs> core, bitch. To my core, bitch. That's everyone, honestly. Everyone's just, they're using us. Where's your mom? I stand Noel. And you guys are like cool, but like Noel? (laughs) You guys are chill. I mean, mean, yeah, I guess. That's head girlina right there. I want to meet your mom too. I love your videos of her. She's so funny. Kelly, Kelly's real as fuck. Kelly's real as fuck. She literally, every little thing, she's like, she's like, I think I've earned a beer. I'm like, you got up. You know what I mean? She's, she's like, woke up today. Yeah. It's Wednesday, beer top, beer o'clock. I'm like, okay, girl. <laughs> Whatever that means. Work yeah. diva. My mom. The best way to describe my mom is my mom and all the women in my family that I like are like. Um, do you, are you guys familiar with the Margaritaville brand of white people? Oh, Absolutely, course. Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. My oh, yeah. my the white well, the white women in my family are parrot heads. They're like, <laughs> they're like fuck my job. It's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> it's time. <laughs> That's so funny. There used to be a Jimmy Buffett's in Hawaii where when I went to school there. And my one of my friends served there, and we used to go. She used to give me free nachos all the time. Ooh. And I said, "These are the vibes." Real. I know now These it's a brewery. Fucking vibes. Now it's a brewery. They changed it. Yeah. Gentrification. It hits us all. Ugh. <laughs> I was just on the way over here thinking about the way that gentrification has changed the University of Hawaii, Manoa. <laughs> Did you go to Manoa? Yes, yeah. I sure did, girl. I could hear you. Oh, I'm good. The Jimmy Buffett right down the street. Yeah. I hate the way that things have changed around there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> on the drive over here, I was like almost in tears because I was like, it used to be so different. <laughs> I miss that time. I miss that time. <laughs> How you been, babe? I'm good, dude. I'm chilling. I had a big drama. I tried to sell my house. <gasps> oh my gosh. Did y'all see this on close? Yeah. Yes, I did. I tried to, this woman, I was, my house was not for sale. I have a house in Kansas City. Yeah. And th- this woman just came out of nowhere and was like, I want to buy your house for a lot of money. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Don't threaten me yeah, with a good time, sure. girl. Great, I'll go buy a new one. Then. <laughs> I was like, that sounds good. And yeah, she backed out at the last minute. So I like, f- I'd flown home and like done yeah. inspection. So I've been really, um, it, 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 do you ever have an event in your life that throws you off your path so turbulently oh. that you start reading about Buddhism? <laughs> My breakup. <laughs> My first lesbian breakup. I'm like, I think I need to go to the hospital of some sort. Yeah, I'm like, low key one with the universe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm All laying in sudden, the backyard. Yeah. I wake up and I'm at Burning Man. Yeah, hundred percent, bitch. You, my, I literally on the way to the airport in Kansas City. I stopped at my favorite bookstore and I was like, "What do you have on the trials and tribulations of being alive?" <laughs> and I read that thing on the. I was sitting you know, on the plane, being like, "We do experience a million births and rebirths. That's so true." Yeah. <laughs> That's I've always so said that. Is when I got when I got fucking fired, I did seventy five hard. Oh, bitch. <laughs> I know that's you did. You know. And that's my version of that. I know you were reading 10 pages a day on the Girl, treadmill. I read down a water, huh? I immediately, I'm me immediately reading like that fucking, what's that one, days? what's the orange book? It's the inspirational oh, one. Oh, like how to learn not to give a fuck or something? Yes. <laughs> me learning, like me reading self-help books. Yeah. Please. The way I became like a Brene fucking Brown. boss. Yeah. Please. Dude, the way, the one of the hardest times I've ever laughed, I was in a, um, a FedEx. Do you know, you guys know I do business. And yeah. 
I was in a FedEx and they have a book section. Not should not. And <laughs> oh, okay. There was one that was like, um, it was like it was like fifteen things that um, fifteen things that winners always do. Yes. And I was period. like, number one has to be not buying a self help book. At the <laughs> You know what I mean? Like when you're buying self-help books, like I just did, yeah. you're obviously like in a crisis. You're honey. going through something. Yeah. That's why when I did 75 mm. hard and I did not cheat at all, like I, I did it the entire time. The progress time. pictures, workouts, yeah. Yeah. All that, sh all that fuck ass shit. I did like, as soon as I got fired, maybe the next day I was like, I think I want to do 75 hard. Yeah. Is anyone else interested? Randomly. Who wants to go keto? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it together. The, Let's do it. The... The, like the writer like the comedy writer or like artist version of that i don't know if you guys have friends who have done this or if you yourselves have been inflicted <laughs> but the artist's way have you done the artist's way no it's this book by this lady from like i don't know the 70s or 80s or something and it's basically like everybody when i know when a friend tells me they're in the artist's way i'm like i'll be no. coming over a little bit more <laughs> i'm gonna you check know, in with you at I'll least be, once a day yeah. let's get you some shoes without laces you know what i mean like I'm like, cause that book is such a cry for help. It's literally like. I've never heard of that. That's so interesting. Genuinely, here's the thing. When I had my crisis and read it, it did change my life. <laughs> it's like, it's it will good. change it's you. Good. Yeah. It will that change. was literally me reading Daring Greatly by Brene by Brown. By Brown. Please. Anything, girl. Yeah. How, when to win, how to win and influence friends. Yeah. Like, they're like oh, a bunch girl. of random books like that. Yeah. The way that I'm like, I need professional help. Like, yeah. I need professional help. Couldn't afford therapy at the time. Yeah. Gonna buy a book. Brene's the one to do it. Brene. Yeah. <laughs> if you you haven't cried to a Brene Brown video when you were at your lowest. You're girl, not real her, to me. One of her TED Talks, girl. Like, she's literally talking about me. This like, is literally, this is literally, Brene Brown, she'll say something that's almost nothing. She'll, Brene Brown will get on stage and be like, but when we don't get what we want, how do we react? And then you're like, and I'll be like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> that bitch, that bitch just has a little charm to it. No, her. girl, oh, no. the way I was YouTubing Tony Robbins, and then I, at, at some <laughs> point, I have to be like, maybe I need professional help. <laughs> I gotta say, we have had a lot of fun so far on the pod, but when you brought up Tony Robbins, that was dark. <laughs> that made me the energy felt weird. That made me worry about you in a way. Days when she was uh, going through her breakup or like about to, like we had known obviously for a couple months. Is this like while I'm in New York? Well. Yeah. Okay. She just. She I haven't even told you all my lore, but yeah, I went through no. a breakup in New York. Oh, girl, I know. Oh, oh, oh. She, oh, said, oh. <laughs> she literally sent my mom a voice note, and she's like, "Okay, this is what I'm doing today. Yeah, I'm gonna go here, and also." I was thinking I might um I might want to go to a mental hospital. <laughs> Anyways, that's all. I'm I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. That's verbatim what she said. She's like, I think I. But I was like laughing. I was like, Anyways. She's like, anyways, so um, the sun's out today, though. But uh, yeah, I'll call you later. Okay, love you, bye. She sent a voice memo to my mom saying, like, I think I need to go to the mental hospital. But anyways, um, yeah. But then maybe then maybe Barnes and Noble. <laughs> <laughs> but before that, I'm definitely gonna hit up. Yeah, I've Barnes and Noble. For but yeah, first, and then coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I think I need to check into a mental hospital, but not before I've had my coffee. <laughs> Don't even talk, talk to, to me, me before I've had my coffee. Stupid. Don't even speak to me until I've checked into my mental hospital. Until <laughs> I've been 5150. Until <laughs> I've been 51. What, wait, were you a Muna stan at that time yet? No, that was pre-Muna. Days, what was Muna the song you were listening to all the time, though? There was a couple songs you were like, I listened to this song so much. <laughs> oh, Fine Line by Harry Styles. This is like right before my yeah. breakup. That song, and I would lay in my living room and cry because I couldn't be in the room with her because I wanted to scream at the top of my lungs. I listened to that one. What was another one? I don't know. You were listening to a lot of Phoebe Bridgers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm gay. Of course I have. Yeah. But no, I didn't start Maggie listening Rogers. to Muna until I moved home. Yeah. So when I moved back home, then like that's why Silk Chiffon was my number one song of 2022. Yeah. Because I listened to that song and the whole album because Muna, their album dropped that year. I listened to the whole thing. The first time I ever heard Kind of Girl was probably like four months after my breakup. And I was like in my Ooh. Prius. like, Dude, well, <laughs> the reason I ask is because Muna has... An early, an early banger called "It's Gonna Be Okay, Baby." Like, I know, and it makes you cry every time I listen to it. And she, there's literally a part where she's like, "You're gonna move to New York. You're gonna think about suicide. You're gonna call <laughs> your mom." And I'm like, "Okay, days check, what? check, 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 check." Me. You know, do they have fucking cameras? In my I know. House? I was like, "Wait like, a second. No, what? my mom called me, and she goes, "Cause my mom was already planning on going to New York to visit my sister. It was supposed to be for a birthday trip, but then it was for like my a, mom to for save her birthday. Her. Yeah, for my mom's birthday." And uh, she called me. She goes, yeah, I'm bringing her home. Like, she called me. She's like, I'm, I'm bringing that bitch home. Noelle said, "It's it, we're packing Dace up and bringing yeah, her back. Yeah, she goes, and she goes, and I don't care what she says. Like, I'm bringing her fucking home. Like, I'm bringing her home. And then the day I sent her that voice moment, she called me. And I was fighting with my ex when she called me. And I was like, and I was like, <clears throat> Hello, <laughs> girl. Hey. <laughs> and she goes, I think you should come home. I go, why? 
And she goes, you sent me that voice memo. I go, so? She's like, I was like literally kidding. It's a joke. She's like, you're coming home. And I was like, okay. Anytime my mom clocks me like that in a way that I haven't, like when when your mom knows something about you that you don't know yet, I get so mad. Like my mom will be like, I think something's going on with you. I'm like, you're a fucking bitch. (laughs) (laughs) How do you know shit? shit? (laughs) (laughs) You're so wrong. Literally. You're literally wrong. It's so funny too, because when I was working at at the NFL, Everybody knows I worked there, and that's where I got fired from. Um, the year that the Kansas City Chiefs won their first Super Bowl. That is true. Um, I, that is true. I covered that game, and then she fired me 48 hours later. Um, and the fun fact, right after the Super Bowl. Um, Damn, you were at your lowest low, and I was at my highest high. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the beauty of life. The yeah, yin and yang. The yin and yang, baby. You were, you were really losing a job, and I was gaining so much. And you were, <laughs> I was gaining a Lombardi trophy. I was gaining... I, my my town my city was winning. Girl, you were riding a high, and I was on a fast track to Tony Robbins. And somewhere, RIP to me. Somewhere, eighteen thousand miles outside of LA, <laughs> you were you were having a low. I literally do. Like I remember when that when I was going like through the the realization that I hated my fucking job, and it's like you know how everybody hates their job until someone goes, maybe you hate your job, and you're like, I actually love my job. Fuck you. Like if I could work. <laughs> hundred hours you i just would. finished complaining for like an yeah, hour yeah i was complaining about how what a fucking horrible person my manager was and then they're like well maybe you hate your job and i'm like and you maybe you should kill yourself maybe if you had a fucking <laughs> business and you fucking knew what was going on you try like, running the nfl yeah. <laughs> like the way i just went to immediate denial because i was like yeah. that's so not true but i would work like I worked six days a week. Well, no, five days a week, but one of them was Sundays. And so I would have Thursday, Fridays off typically. And I'm not kidding when I would get home because it would take me a thousand and one years to get home. I once I got there, I wouldn't eat. I would sleep and I would sleep until like 3 p.m. the next day, wake up, eat something like a snack. And I go back to sleep, sleep for like 12 more hours. So then my sister was like, she's like, I'm just so tired. Uh, like my, I was telling her, I'm just so tired. Like, like let's driving. go to the movies. Let's hang out. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm just, I'm tired from driving all the time. And my sister, my mom was like, oh, maybe she's just tired. And my sister goes, she's depressed. She's literally depressed. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. She's like, no, she's literally like, she's sick. Like actually though. And I was like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about you're a stupid bitch Daisy. you understand it's called being a fucking grown-up and i was like i literally love my job like i love it even though i looked like that cynthia doll from rugrats because i was losing all my hair because i was so fucking depressed and horrible okay hot <laughs> not me wanting Holding. to hit yeah. look I, <laughs> wait do you have pics uh, yeah. you know what's really sick though when you were like i was eating once a day and sleeping the rest of the time i'm like damn i kind of need to be on that you know me too I mean? like, like, that would be <laughs> maybe great the nfl for me. fire you and then yeah. you could go through that yeah. too girl the way it was so bad it was so dog shit when but she got fired though she called my, i think my mom first and then me like we were doing something so we didn't answer and then she called my dad yeah she's like i just got fired and he was like congratulations <laughs> congrats we were so excited. and then we went to denny's for dinner because that was, that was the, the only thing open <laughs> the time I got home. <laughs> and then i was saying now two of our family members have been fired by the nfl because my dad used to play in the nfl but then <laughs> yeah. he got cut yeah my dad was like damn they do not want us in there yeah. <laughs> girl they- y'all, need to, y'all need to find a different passion <laughs> <laughs> the nfl sent me an email and they said take a hint bitch yeah. <laughs> fucking take a hit get out they said they said you and your dad get out of here <laughs> <laughs> and fuck your dad by the way y'all, y'all are a lot of fun but you can't be over here no more <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny too is like when i left the hr meeting that i didn't plan on going to uh they my fucking horrible manager she had called security and told them to wait by my uh desk and what's crazy is she fired me at 4 15 and everybody gets off at five because she wanted everyone to see me get ex- escorted out of the building girl and um i actually knew the security guard because i was a fucking loser so like the only people who were my friends were all the workers <laughs> in that building so like the lunch guys like they loved me uh the lady who cleaned the bathroom she loved me yeah. security guy when he saw me he was like and that's not a look you want to get. Nah. No. Woman of the fucking people. <laughs> Woman then, of the people, though, I'll tell you that. And then he he actually, when I got outside, he, like, walked away from my desk so that I could, like, get my stuff and Dude. leave. All right, friends, we're going to take a quick little break. And this is with our friends at Lumi. So January has come and gone, but it's not too late to start your New Year's resolutions. And I'm not talking about getting tangled on an elliptical or eating the world's yuckiest salads. Here's one that will stick, smelling better naked. I know that's right. Thanks to our sponsor, Lumi, you can smell good with or without clothes. (laughs) 
all year long. Lumi is a game-changing whole body deodorant designed by an OBGYN to work not only on pits, but also feet, privates, and everywhere else we get odor. No matter where you use it, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor all day long, all things to its one-of-a-kind pH-optimized formula. And they've got over 275,000 five-star reviews to show for it. Make the switch to Lumi, and this year will be all about head-to-toe confidence, no salads required. Exactly. So, all of you know, I'm obsessed with Lumi. I talk about them every single time we do our ads, and this isn't, I, girl, <laughs> you know I love them. And my favorites, I talk about them every single time. I love the mini body wash, and I love the little wipies. You can use them in between a workout. Maybe you're going to go get your lashes done, but you want to make sure you don't smell like, you know, pits when you go in there. You can use the little wipies, and then go in there, get your lashes done, and then you go home. So, Lumi starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, obsessed cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes. Again, I love them. And also free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link that's over 40% off their starter pack too. Use code 2IDIOTGIRLS for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Now back to the episode. Now you know I've been fired from a job and... Girl. We actually have very similar stories. Girl, you and me. Uh, I was ju- I, okay. I was doing the joke earlier about thinking on the drive over, but I was yeah. thinking on the drive over how just literally when I met both of you, I was like spirit connection. I was like universe. Truly. I was like these are my girls. Literally. Like there just does feel like there's a very strong thread that runs between us. Absolutely. But when I when I got fired from my job at the finance firm, we must laugh. And <laughs> they, what were you doing there? Um, I was a I was an administrative assistant. I was oh, doing like okay. expenses and receptionist work. But you were like fine. You're like who needs two pens? Oh, Let me know, girl. Well, I was trying, and they weren't <laughs> digging it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I literally got one of the things I got in trouble for is I kept ordering too many fun snacks. <laughs> my, my boss was like, so everybody can't have their favorite snack. And I was like, but they want it. <laughs> so I was like, don't give me a company card if you don't want me to be awesome. <laughs> You know, like, like literally women, women who worked in other reception areas of the company would stop by and be like, because I did all the ordering for the kitchens yeah. and they'd be like, can we get this really niche kind of yogurt? And I'd be like, girl, I got you. <laughs> yeah, girl. Of course. Add it to my list. Get like 12 of a yogurt that only Denise eats. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just bad for business. You know? <laughs> But they tried to have a they they tried to tried to have a security guard walk me out and told me I couldn't go back to my desk because they were like you can't access your computer and I was like let me tell you something <laughs> I'm logged onto my personal social media accounts on that computer <laughs> because I spent most of my job on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> and I was like I have stuff at that desk that I need and she was like I have like tennis shoes that I walked to the it was in Chicago so I walked to yeah. the office and then changed into my dress shoes. And I was like, I need those things. And she was like, we'll mail them to you. And I was like, no, you won't. I'll be going to my desk right now and getting them. And if security wants to have a problem about that, they can. But I'm not trying to cause a scene. I just want my shit. Yeah. And she was like, we'll mail it. And I was like, no, I need my sneakers now. I'm broke. Like, And I, I yeah. have to walk back home. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. And I was like, I have I have one pair of sneakers and one phone charger. I'm poor. Like, <laughs> and, and they're at that, and they're at that desk. desk. <laughs> and I have one Twitter account with no followers. <laughs> I'm going to be at that desk, you know? I was like, I need this. This is all. This is all I have. Yeah, you don't understand. So she was like, "Fine, we'll, we'll, uh, me and the security guard will escort you up." And she stood there and like tapped her foot the whole time. And I still remember the look on her stupid fucking face. Yeah, like, me too. I hate that woman. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I literally feel too like so deeply. It, it. I didn't. I didn't have nearly as much shit on my desk as I did at my other jobs. Yeah. And I felt like maybe that was a sign because like I did have like a couple pictures and stuff, which I like. I literally just took my fuck ass pictures and I was like to that desk on my way out. I was like, fuck this fucking desk. But the security guy left me alone, which I thought was nice. And it's because I was like nice to him. And so he was like, he didn't want to embarrass me, which I thought was nice to do because I'm just a teenage girl. I wasn't, I was 23. But but you were 12 in many ways. (laughs) (laughs) But it was just like, it's, it's one of those things where you're like, okay, maybe this is not where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. At all. Like I was like, I am way too fucking funny for this job, girl. You are, you are and were, and that's actually something I was just, I, the whole drive over here, it was long. I was talking to my aunt. <laughs> I was talking to my aunt on the phone who I'm very close with about the, the, the house stuff on. Mm-hmm. I was just telling you guys. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I ran with it. It was this total unexpected thing. And I ran with it because I thought I felt like the universe was, pushing me in that direction. Yeah. You know, the universe was providing these things for me that I was supposed to be chasing. And that's so fun. It's like believing in the, the universe has, has a plan for you is so fun, easy and exciting when it's a good plan. Mm-hmm. 
the really hard part is the flip side of that where you have to go when the universe shuts doors for you it's protecting you from something absolutely you know it's saving you from something it's promoting you to your next opportunity or whatever absolutely that part is hard and not fun yeah that's the worst part honestly that's like the part i feel like is those are the the real universe plans unfortunately yeah they're always ones that are (laughs) fucking horrible like like her breakup us getting fired like they put us on specific paths on purpose and i know it's because i never would have left like i was telling my family for months like i'm gonna leave i'm gonna leave i'm gonna leave no for sure i'm gonna leave i'm gonna leave but like i had responsibilities like i had bills to pay i'm like i can't just like quit i don't I have savings, but it's not going to float me for long enough. And it's hard enough to get a job in this industry. And if I leave on a bad note, I'm going to be blackballed. It's going to be too hard for me to work in sports still. And so I just like kept postponing it. Yeah. And then it, I had no fucking choice. I like literally like they told me to leave and never come back. So. <laughs> and, and fucking and, thank God. Yeah. Thank God no. they did. Cause like then I did 75 hard um, as we all know. And then go- 75 hard changed your life. <laughs> <laughs> I took ice cold showers at 5 a.m. every morning. Yeah, oh, fucking bitch. right. You were in it. You were in it. Oh, no way, girl. That's that's the second part that's of part 75. Two. Part two. I didn't get yeah. there. Once I did it once, I was like, oh, um, I'm never doing that again. Yeah. <laughs> I tried. Yeah, never doing especially that again. after my breakup, I tried to do it again because I had done it once before that. And I couldn't do it again. No. <laughs> no. It's not my, that's not my mission. It's on no, my journey. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, I'd rather just not. That's not part of my testimony. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it, and I don't want to get it. I no. wasn't put here to do. I wasn't put here to do anything hard, let alone seventy five. <laughs> For seventy five days, I was here to do like I was here to do like a million easy. <laughs> God wanted me to relax. <laughs> he said, "Take your time." He said, "Honey, chill, chill out." He said, "He said, eat whatever you want and smoke weed at the end of every single day." <laughs> <laughs> he said, you deserve relax. it. Yeah, it's that's so- what you get it from your mom. You're like, I deserve this. Yeah, that's so funny. This. That's when I started smoking weed too. Yeah, for sure. Seventy five hard because you can't drink, and I was like, they never said anything about weed. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I have this, and this I've never said this anywhere before. It's exclusive to two idiot girls, and it's horribly embarrassing. (laughs) But my like, my my biggest way to de stress lately is I live so where I live in LA. I have my um, a good friend of mine lives behind me in a different building. Um, A good friend of mine of many years lives three doors down. Another two other good friends of mine live in two separate places, two blocks away. How fun. So we've gotten really lucky because that never happens. Yeah. No, never. And these are like old friends, people I love. And then I live with two of my, um, two of my very, very good friends. One of whom I've known since I was 14. We met at student council camp. Shout out Allie. And (laughs) in Missouri. And you would be in student council. Oh girl. Yeah. I ran that shit like the motherfucking (laughs) military. I feel like, you know, like a lot of people talk about like, gay people being in theater. I'm like, but what about student council? We what don't talk about, about ASB. We don't yes. talk about ASB enough. Yeah. yeah. Yes, dude. And I, but one of my my biggest uh, ways to unwind these days is I will text anyone who's available and be like, hey, come over. We're going to get high, order pizza, and watch Family Guy. <laughs> when I tell you I do that almost every night, I'm not up. kidding. Shut and up. it's specifically Family Guy. It has to be Family Guy. It has almost to be. Almost half of her bits are <laughs> random quotes from Family Guy. It has I, to be Family Guy. I told I them on here, I kept saying like, I don't care. I'm not driving. Yeah. And I got that from a Family Guy episode. I say it all the fucking time. Then now it's one of our bits on this show is mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm not driving. I just did one the other day, like where I was like, bad. Like I, I say bad. it in that, in that accent. And it's literally from a Family Guy. Dude, I, Family Guy is one of the like funniest, hardest joke for joke comedies ever written. That's what I have been saying. The way we're literally twins is and it's fucking. The girls and gays are sleeping on I'm telling you. Because you've written for Big Mouth, right? Yes. I think Period. Big Mouth is really funny. Well, can I tell you something? Andrew Goldberg, shout out Andrew, my friend. Yeah. He, Andrew Goldberg wrote on Family Guy forever and ever and then was an executive producer of Family Guy. Period. And he co-created Big Mouth and the Big Mouth spinoff, Human Resources. Yeah, which I also yeah. really love. Yeah. You can feel it. Yeah. Like, and also yeah. when you're in the room with somebody, like Andrew is a brilliant, brilliant comedy writer. Oh, okay, okay. TV, TV comedy writer, joke writer. And he's not like a stand-up. He's like a TV guy. He's a TV genius. Mm-hmm. And when you're in the room with him, you can just feel it. You're like, yeah. wow, this guy knows what the fuck he's doing i literally told i was like me having these high conversations with billy i'm like this show is so layered like i'm the way i'm like there are so many jokes bro like they're just so layered like they're the their writing is just unbelievable like it's so fucking funny it like kills me and they'll be doing something so like we've let straight we've let straight bros for too long the girls and the gays need to take it period they'll do something they'll be doing they'll be in the middle of something so absurd and cartoonish and then they'll (laughs) drop in such a human moment like such a realization yes like i was watching an episode last night when i was high eating pizza (laughs) (laughs) 
and and it was like like uh one of the characters was screaming about something ridiculous like they were doing some big buffoonish thing yeah and he was he was going, let's go let's go and then one of the other characters turns to him and goes hey joe that's like right in my fucking ear <laughs> It's like right in my fucking ear. It's just so like they'll just do those little human things where it just I mean, me and everyone that I was watching it with just fell on the floor laughing. It's so funny, dude. It's really funny. I literally I thought of one, like one episode that like my boyfriend and I love is like when Stewie becomes a personal trainer and he's training Brian. That episode, like because my boyfriend was a personal trainer for a long time. He is now, but like he the jokes in that shit are so specific. Like when he's like so got any new year's plans and he's like it's march and then he was like well part of being a trainer is i always have to ask about your new year's plans (laughs) (laughs) no matter the time of the year and he's like so like do you want to do like three years in advance or do you want to do like sesh to sesh and then he like abbreviates everything yeah and then he's like three years that's a long no let's just do session by session and he goes okay so not motivated (laughs) got it no not committed not Not committed committed. that's what it is dude I was rewatching the other night the um the episode where Peter accidentally becomes a mob boss. Oh my god, dude. And he just he says like because he he's becoming a godfather or whatever. <laughs> he just doesn't speak Italian, so he just always says prego. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be like they'll be like they'll be like they'll be like uh buongiorno and he'll be like prego. <laughs> and it's so stupid. It's so stupid. And I was I was explaining this to Dayson once, but I was like <laughs> literally the the joke about Family Guy is that like it is the greatest irony that he is a horrible person because like who he is is like the joke is he's a horrible straight white guy like yeah that's the joke yeah and i was like and stupid white like stupid straight white guys think like oh yeah he's like fuck my wife he's but, a like, legend yeah, yeah i was like he's a legend i was like that's not the j- the joke is that it's him saying like it. he's that's the, the joke, joke is like he's the joke yeah yeah it's like the writing <laughs> is too smart for them to understand so they only laugh at like superficial shit about it but i'm like that's why it's funny because it's ironic because yeah. he's a horrible fucking father and husband he's a loser slash moron yeah that's that's literally the fucking joke i love that for you Dude. i love that we're twin flames like that Dude, I'm, i feel so i feel like i'm wrapped in a warm blanket in here right now <laughs> i feel so i feel so safe to tell my truth that is my favorite thing to do at the end of the especially now that we Ooh. all do this for a living that's like the only thing you can do Bark. it's so funny because the other night when we were doing that exact same thing um we got indian food instead mm. Oh, girl, when I ate, I, you would have thought I was at a Michelin star restaurant, bitch. The way I was eating that Elevated. shit. And we were in, like, complete silence. Cause, like, nothing was Just playing. sounds of eating. Just eating. <laughs> and then I was, like, looking at my bro- <laughs> I was looking at my boyfriend, and I was like, you really knocked it out the park with this choice. You, you're fucking killing it. Keep it up. Okay, brother. Good shit. <laughs> Keep it up, bro. You've got a future here. <laughs> <laughs> you just bought yourself another year, buddy. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah. I wish I had a boyfriend. <laughs> oh, no, same. Oh. <laughs> no, same for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If Dude. you think I don't get sick of those two, I'm like literally every t- every time you guys are cute on Instagram, I'm like, I don't know who I want to be more in that relationship. <laughs> but the fact that I'm neither makes me want to die. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm like, it's sick. I called her the other day. I'm like, oh, like I was trying to ask her something. I'm like, oh, are you busy? She's like, oh yeah, I'm on a date. I'm like, oh. I don't know what that's like. Anyways, um, <laughs> do you want... She was like, oh, okay, have fun on your date. <laughs> I wish I remembered what those were like. Yeah. Uh, anyway, girl. It's funny because ER, ER Fightmaster is a very good friend of yours, and I love ER. <sighs> They're my number one enemy. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love yeah, ER so much. Uh, like, ER literally messaged me when we followed each other on Instagram, and <laughs> they were like, Seeing how hot you and your boyfriend are together makes me rethink my aggressive heterophobia. Yes. <laughs> you guys are changing things. You're cha- you're shifting things in the heterosexual paradigm because you guys are actually hot and cool and not weird. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm literally like coming around on straight people again. <laughs> like I see you guys together and I go, wait, does straight love have value? You know yeah. I mean? like, this is the representation they've been missing. It changes missing. things. Yeah. I know. Sometimes when I see couple, because sometimes people are like, oh, what do you make couple content? I was like, no. <laughs> oh no oh no oh actually no um and that's literally because i'm like i because we're a real couple so i don't need to do that yeah we're you know actually I mean? happy with each other yeah yeah i actually love him so i don't mm-hmm. need to do that you're like posting a video of him like cleaning up around the house and it's like i think i love <laughs> dude the way oh god that's why sometimes when i see they're like we like never fight i'm like you're not a real couple, bitch. Bitch. You're not dating each other. Right. Are you kidding? <laughs> the amount of times I want to square up with him is insane. We were fighting on the way to London. 
we fought on the way to London. I was like, I, I was sitting across from him at the terminal because yeah. I just like didn't want to sit next to him. I know, dude. And I was like, and then sitting, I act like nothing's wrong. Daisy's <laughs> like, they were, they really <laughs> were. I was vlogging. You guys watched the London vlog. I was yeah. like, la, 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 yeah, la, we were fighting. Yeah. yeah, me and Billy were fighting in that exact moment. In that exact moment, B- BTS, BTS were fighting. But then we were doing like a what's in my bag. I was just like showing the camera for the Patreoners. And then uh, she goes, should I? After she finished, she goes, should I ask Billy? I was like, no. <laughs> and then I was, and I was like, cut the camera. <laughs> All right, so no yeah. worries. No. <laughs> I'm store that away. Literally, I was like, do you want books? I can go buy you a book. And she's like, I'm fine. I'm all okay. I saw, I saw a literal t- a TikTok that was like, there's groups of three are like this, and it's most likely two of them are a couple and one's not. Yeah. And it was literally like two of them fucking fighting and one just sitting there watching. And I was like, this is so me, Dason and Billy. But, but specifically, he that's us fight. No, I was saying, yeah. but specifically me and Dason fighting and Billy just being like, well, and between sh- us? shit, y'all. Yeah. Dude, we fought at what? Which one? Oh, Coachella. Coachella. Yeah. Not last year, but the year before. Yeah. yeah. And you know, you know about that story. But, anyways, we told you what happened at that Coachella. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> We gave you the BTS. We gave you the BTS of that. So anyway, more on yeah. the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, when we, we all three of us, well, no, me fighting with each of them individually yeah. for whatever reason. I think we were just stressed out. Um, but at the last day, me and Dason got into a stupid fight. I don't remember why, but then that was the only time in like the seven years I've been with Billy that he's been like, hey guys, I think this is like, maybe we stop. <laughs> like that is the only time in seven years. Like he never gets involved ever. No, he just ignores us. But it's literally because he knew how stupid it was. Cause we literally couldn't hear, like physically couldn't hear we're, each other. Like Doja Cat is performing. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know why you're acting like that. And we're both yelling. Oh, really? You're going to be like that. And we're just yelling at each other, but I can't hear what she's saying. You're literally, you're literally like, you're being a fucking bitch. And it's like, Ooh, ah, paint the town red. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, hey guys, maybe we don't. Because he's That's so. That's my boy. Yeah, yeah, That's my was, boy. And we were like, that was so stupid. Well, then two minutes after that, something really annoying happened. <laughs> and then I text Stason and I was like, I was like, hey, check your phone. And she thought I was like going to be talking shit to her. So she opened <laughs> it and it said, can you fucking believe that bitch? That's what we <laughs> And then it made us fight laugh, over. and then we saw fight over yeah. immediately. immediately. Of course, dude. That's how it is when you really love somebody. It's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I have noticed these, like, these, especially people online who paint these, like, conflict-free versions of their life. I'm like, you're yeah. all miserable. Yeah. yeah. You're miserable. I'm happy because when someone gets on my nerves, I can just go, hey, you're really pushing it right now. <laughs> we need five. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I That's so real because I feel like I've been seeing a lot of things where people are like, oh, yeah, like, as soon as there's conflict, like, that person's toxic, I'm cutting them off. I'm like... You don't have any real friends. Yeah. No, like dude. real friends, real friends beef, bitch. Like sometimes you guys get annoyed or get on each other's nerves. That's okay. Also, that's con- fine. Tr- conflict, saying what's truly on your mind, like that is the the. People think kindness is not saying things that might upset somebody. Actually, kindness is telling the truth. Like exactly, the kindest thing you can do is have the conflict because what you're gonna harbor it against me. I don't yeah. want to be a man, you know. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm a very like. I'm a very obviously confrontational person. I don't know if that's a shock to anyone in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm very upfront about my feelings. So like if I'm upset or, or something upset me, I'll be like, hey, this really upset me because X, Y, and Z. Like I'm like, let's talk about it now and then I'm never going to think about it ever again. Yeah. Like once we get this out, I'm good. Like I'm not mad. I'm not harboring anything because I don't want to carry that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't have to guess with me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's why it's so funny too because sometimes like if uh, there are new people like if like Billy's brother's dating someone or whatever, if they ever are in fear of me not liking them or Billy or whatever, sometimes they'll be like, no, don't worry with Drew. You'll never have to guess. <laughs> like if She'll if, let you know. Yeah. Like if I don't like you, you won't be like, I wonder if she like, you'll know. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'll know same. for sure. And if I like you, same, you'll know for sure. You'll, you'll, you'll be aware. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. But you're it's an Aquarius. Like- so that makes sense. I am an Aquarius, and Period. I and I believe you that it makes sense. <laughs> I don't know what any of that means, but I, oh my god! The other day I did it. I oftentimes when I'm flying, I'll do Q and A's on Instagram yeah. just because it's like a fun little thing. To They're like, my favorite things to watch on your um, Instagram. Story. Thanks, dude. I love doing it. It's so fun, and my fans are unhinged. <laughs> so they, they really are. They're really nuts. Uh, shout out to the K celebrities and K lesbians. <laughs> um, but someone. Um, Oh gosh, what were we? T- what was I even talking about? You said Q and A on your being Instagram. an Aquarius. Oh, an Aquarius. Someone said, "What's your? What are your signs?" Unfortunately, and so I posted my full like sun, moon, rising, all that shit. Yes, I remember that. And song. I just felt like I had. I basically I felt like I jerked off on camera. <laughs> 
like it was so into like it was so intimate and revealing yeah you're like i feel like i just posted my social security number <laughs> and for I, everyone and to see for sure and i spiraled because people were dming me you know sometimes i'll check the requests when i'm doing something like that yeah and people were dming me and being like not the not the saturn returning rises in the moon making a lot of sense and i'm like <laughs> what <laughs> I had to text my astrology friend and be like, what does this mean? She's sending me like three minute long voice notes yeah. being like, so it could mean anything. But like at the end of the day, you know? <laughs> what's your moon and rising? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, okay. You want me to tell you? Yeah. I feel I like you have Leo Let's get in the real chart. tea. Let's get the real tea. Let's get the real tea. Let's tell. Oh my God. Your mom texted me. Um, <laughs> that's my fucking girlina. Speaking of. We might get dinner later. Um, <laughs> Okay, That's why my, you have to leave at three. You have yeah, I have all. to go to meet with Noel. <laughs> uh, my ascendant. Okay, my sun is Aquarius. My moon is Scorpio. Okay, period. And then what's ascendant, Mercury, yeah. Venus, Mars? Which one of those do I say? Ascendant. My ascendant is Taurus. Oh, okay. You do give off Taurus And Brittany. Brittany's a Taurus. Brittany's a Taurus sun. I love Brittany mm-hmm. Down. Mm-hmm. You guys know that. We all love. When we, when the girls hang out, when up, the three of us and Brittany. Let me tell you something. It's a hoot. Let me tell you something holler, about people who need to know. Brittany Broski <laughs> is one of the, and I can't stand her. <laughs> Personally. She, yeah, she, she, I don't, I think if there's a heaven, I won't see her there. <laughs> I know for a fact I won't. But that is one of the realest bitches to ever walk this fucking Amen. She Amen. is real as fuck. Amen. Dude. I've told people too. I'm like, when people ask me how she is, I'm like, she's exactly who you think she yeah. is. She like, is everything you think she is, good and bad. Yeah. <laughs> mostly bad, mostly bad. No, she, and, and also I just have to like, just like truly in the same way as both of you, I feel this way about y'all as well. Talent dripping out of her pores. Period. Char- Period. Charm and talent dripping out of every fucking ounce of that that person. Period. I that's so her. that's so real, honestly. Yeah. And well, speaking of Instagram uh stories or whatever, uh recently I got into a real big beef with British people about their oh food. Oh god, I saw that you did. And you've been there. I've been to Britain. Thoughts? About you did text us you did Texas recommendations, but none of them were British. Uh, no, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Hello, yeah. take a hint. <laughs> Hello, the best food in London is from other places. Exactly. Yo, British food is ass-tastic. <laughs> and I want to say shout out to my British fans. They sold those shows those shows out in London last year. I appreciate y'all, but your food is whack it's as awful. fuck. And it's okay if we talk about it, girl. But here's one thing y'all aren't going to like from me. <laughs> you two here in these chairs. The the fry up, the English breakfast, it works for me. Which one? The the full the full English fry up. The like. I think you just got it from somewhere not good. Jordan. Probably ham sausage, the tomato, the beans. It all works for me, and I, I specifically. And that's the white. I stay uh, for sure. <laughs> and if you think I like being white, you're crazy. <laughs> it's one of my biggest shames, but it's where we are. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've just made peace. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I do love it. It really works for me. And that's about it. And you know what's so disappointing for me is like I really wanted an English breakfast because I, I I was like likening it to like Thanksgiving dinner mm-hmm. where like all of it seems so random, but it all works. Yes. Right. So I was like, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it, bitch. Like I, I'm really trying to get in on that. Yeah. And so I tried it four times. Girl, I don't. I, I will but tell one you, time was a plane, so I don't really count that time. So three times can't count that. Yeah, I will tell you when we're not recording the hotel I stay at when I'm in London. Period. That has the my favorite English fry up I've ever had. Okay, cool. I literally will stay an extra day in London sometimes just to have another breakfast. <laughs> just one more. Like I literally would be like, I was supposed to leave tonight. I'm gonna leave tomorrow afternoon so I can do breakfast again. <laughs> my fat ass, you know, my fat ass will stay for breakfast. <laughs> That is so funny. You know what's funny? I, I was like, that just reminded me of something completely random. Wait, let me ask you a question. What's the silliest thing you've ever used your celebrity for? Well, you we got to remember, I'm not really famous like that. <laughs> uh, silliest thing I've ever used. My no, but you have an audience. Celebrity for. I I mean, neither am I. So I'm like, the, by that measure. The two times I use my, the two times I try to cash in on my um, attention the most. Yeah. I'm, I mostly hate it. Genuinely. You guys know Same. that about me. I'm Same. not interested in it. Same. The two times I try to use it are to get um, impossible restaurant reservations. I try to get into restaurants and Period. I try to get tickets to Chiefs games. That's it. <laughs> that's it. In concerts. But that doesn't count because that's never hard. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Concert, I know enough people in music that I can almost always get into the concert. Yeah. The Chiefs don't really seem to want me around at all. <laughs> you and me both, girl. <laughs> The Chiefs organization does not want my gay ass <laughs> like, in, oh, in the box. We're good. Yeah, I'm in the box. Isaiah Pacheco gets a first down and I go, I would change his fucking life one night. All I need is one night. I would. No, or just posting their walk-in photos. Or, I don't know. I'm thinking about things, guys. I need him. I need Isaiah Pacheco. I need Isaiah Pacheco in a way that is, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is it's against the Bible. 
it is against the, it's of the devil the way I need him. That man, my man. <laughs> my man, my man, my man. He's so talented and he's so cute. I need him bad. <laughs> and me talking like this is why I don't get allowed at the game. <laughs> That's why they tase you if you try to get in. Yeah, they know that I'm fearful and I'm fearful for, I'll be fearful for anybody who's good on the Chiefs. If you think I wouldn't give Legarius Need some action, <laughs> I would give his ugly ass anything. <laughs> and Patrick Mahomes' goofy ass could get it five ways to Sunday. <laughs> When you play well, I'll show up. Listen, huh. I'll clock in. I'm attracted to talent. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, the restaurant thing is so real because that's like the only thing I've ever used it for, really, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, but specifically at the Caesars Palace Bacchanal Buffet. Have you ever been to that shit, girl? Girl, it's on my bucket list. Girl, <laughs> come with me. <laughs> I literally, that's the only time I've ever been like, I really hope someone recognizes me because we went the like mm -hmm. night of, and like obviously you have to reserve them 10 years in advance to get in. And I was like, well, and normally I'll use fake names for stuff a lot. And Billy was like, oh, let me just do it with my name. And I was like, no, 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 I'm going to put my first, middle and last name in that bitch. <laughs> and, like, and follower count. Yeah. <laughs> and my and handle. Links to my social. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and I put it in there and it said that we were uh, like 300th something in line. I was like, oh, sick. Love that. Closes in an hour. But I love that for us. And we walked away and we were like going to another restaurant. And then all of a sudden it jumped to the top and you're like, oh, your table's ready. And I was like, I know that's fucking right, bitch. Thank and so you. we go, we pay, we're waiting in the line. And then someone uh, came in to seat us and she was like, I know who you are, girl. Girl. And I said, and I know that's fucking right, and bitch. Period. And shout out to every incel online who made it possible. <laughs> Shouts out to y'all. Shout out to every guy who's never been laid <laughs> that made this possible. I love it. And we ate like kings. By the way. <laughs> By the way. God, I want that so bad. Oh, I'll take you. We'll Dude, go again. When I tell you, I love a buffet so much. Me too. Too. That on the way yesterday when I then when we confirmed that I was coming out here today, mm -hmm. I told I told my fat friend, "There's a Golden Corral out in those parts. Do you want to come with me and go to Golden Corral?" <laughs> I said, "You go kill time at a coffee shop or something while I do the podcast. I'm not going to bother Drew and Jason with having you around, but <laughs> I'll pick you up afterwards and we'll go to Golden Corral." And she was down, but it just didn't work out timing wise. Oh, oh damn. damn! And don't be surprised if I stop by myself. <laughs> I love a buffet, and LA is a tough place to feel that way. Yeah, dude, buffets. Oh, yeah. we they love them. In there, live for a good them. hometown buffet too. Oh, I'll take y'all. Y'all come to Kansas City visit me sometime. I'll take you. We some want to and go to a Chiefs game. Yeah, I've we'll never been together. to a professional football game before. Oh, yeah. you got college football games. Arrowhead is the NFL experience. Oh, okay. Yeah, we have to go. go. We have. We'll all go together. I'll take bring my whole family. Oh, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> I'll be. I'll be like. I'll be like. Yeah, I'll come out. I'm texting Noel on the side. <laughs> Girl, it's mostly me and you, but like we will see everybody else there, I'm sure. Like they can come, it's fine, but like <laughs> I kind of just thought it was gonna be a you and me thing. Yeah, I'm like talking to her on the side. I'm like, why are they here? <laughs> Wait, really quick, since we're on the before we go into the topic, because we've been keeking, um, there's a buffet in Utah, in St. George, Utah specifically. I love St. George. Yeah, called Chuckarama. Have you been there? Uh uh. It's crazy. It goes crazy. It's crazy. Guys. I need to get over there. There's nothing crazy. but old people in there all day. Like, and there's, no matter what time you go. And there's so racist. Yeah. But, but uh, we ate there every day. Oh, good. Me too. <laughs> Wait, what was it called again? What love? Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to talk to those folks. I think we'd have a, I think we'd have a lot more in common than just food. <laughs> Do a brand deal with them. Dude, chuck rama bitch. I was eating like a king in that bitch. I was like, damn. I was like, you racism aside, y'all are eating. That's here. <laughs> here's one thing. And you have to if, if when you're from a place like Missouri. Sometimes mm. racist white people, they're gonna throw down in the kitchen. You know, like, do I want to be at the barbecue talking to these folks? No. Will I stop for a plate? <laughs> of course. Yeah, I, I will stop and grab a plate, and I'm, I'll wear a, I'll wear a, a t-shirt with a statement on it. You know, <laughs> come and take them. Oh yeah, I'll, 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 I'll go in there in a trucker cap and be like, for sure, brother. Anyway, you know, <laughs> yeah. getting All my right. ribs and my fried okra and getting the hell out of there. <laughs> that place is good. Chuckarama is good. <laughs> Okay, so for this week's topic, um, oh, yes. on our podcast, we pick a topic and we have them send in their takes or, like, stories. So we had them send in, like, polarizing hot takes, similar to, like, what you would ask Drew if she had, a, like, a really good, yeah. like, take. So we've talked about she hates PB&J. Yeah. I think yep. chickpeas are the best uh, legume-type bean of all time, <laughs> and they should serve them at Chipotle. Do you have one you want to share before we get into everyone else's? Just a, a, a huge controversial hot take. Yeah. Yeah. Something like a silly or I'll tell you one that you text us. <laughs> like me and Brittany. 
<laughs> now I'm scared. You said, I see some wild shit in there. <laughs> I said, said a lot of things in there. You said the Beatles lucked into what Rascal Flats deserves. Girl. <laughs> I keep talking about this. The Beatles were trash. Their music, rest in peace to many of them, but <laughs> I don't want to talk badly on your friend. No, but. no, no disrespect to the dead, but, <laughs> but were they living? I would tell them their music was not all that. And the rascal flats. Yeah. I'll give you that. The rascal flats lay it down, dude. The rascal flats, first of all, queered country music. None of them are gay, but they queered country music. Yeah. Just being three guys harmonizing in Listen, country music it's so gay so gay and the little the fat little front guy <laughs> with the bleached gary, tips gary yeah. gay gary gary's like i don't want to spend another lonely night i'm like, you know, like <laughs> okay so we're gonna go through some of those do you have any other like hot takes you want to share i think the rascal flats I, th I think it'll inspire him as yeah, we go when through. you hear these ones yeah I'll, I'll keep my i'll keep my ear to the ground okay <laughs> Okay, this first one's from BT. They said, I think pickle juice is the best beverage. I'd be slurping that stuff down like it's milk. I drink pickle juice like I'm suckling it from the teat of my mother. <laughs> girl, girl, you just like pickles. Yeah, that's your favorite beverage of all time? Uh, here's the thing. Get I, out of here. I like pickle juice, uh, but people are doing too much with it. People are doing too <laughs> much so with too. pickles. I think so, too. I They're doing that. like, oh, pickle pizza, pickle this, that, and the other. Enough. So relax. <laughs> I miss when we were a country. Well, that's why you're starting super... <laughs> pro-america what the fuck is this stop it that's the queer agenda enough stop just enough yeah pickle, pickle juice yeah it's the same thing with avocado huh when they just went oh, too God. much with it they're going ape with avocado yeah it's yeah. just too much let things be things mm -hmm. i like pickles fine people who hate pickles i'm like i don't understand that i think I, grow I like up them. yeah yeah i think grow up yeah i no, i fuck with a pickle i don't i don't mind them but i wouldn't be i wouldn't be slurping that fucking juice down yeah like milk also i definitely don't like when when someone when <laughs> I wouldn't be slurping milk either. Be, yeah, exactly. When someone like starts drinking pickle juice out of the jar, I'm like, I, that to me is too much. <laughs> Sorry, BT, I love you. That feels like so, that feels like something you should do behind closed doors. Like, yeah. don't expose me to yeah, it. Yeah, it's kind of like don't. masturbation. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I don't I, need to see that. I, like, you don't need an audience. Yeah, I can you imagine know? how it makes you feel, but it's a you thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to see it. Yeah. I don't need to bear witness. Should be doing it at an elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this next one's from Lissa. She said peanut butter and jelly sandwiches go so well with vegetable soup. Vegetable soup? Like what kind me. of vegetable? You, you lost me, Lissa. <laughs> do you, would you guys know about this? A lot of people don't know about this that aren't from the Midwest. Do y'all know about cinnamon rolls with chili? No, no. that sounds sounds good though. That's a full Midwest. So maybe this is uh, uh, trying to cash in on the same principle. <laughs> they're but gentrifying. They're gentrifying. <laughs> Midwest is a big thing. Some of your Midwestern girlies might know cinnamon roll, like sweet cinnamon rolls uh -huh. with chili, a big like Iowa Missouri thing. Ooh. That actually sounds pretty good. You can dip it or not dip it, but it is delicious. It's basically just like sweet bread with like a savory soup. It's yummy. Ooh, okay. That, that one I get too. Peanut butter and jelly with vegetable soup sounds gross. Yeah, I don't like that. No, <laughs> it's too much. I hate peanut butter and jelly, so I'm automatically I'm out. Yeah, we know your, your thing with peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, Drew, Drew doesn't fuck with it. Remember, I told you I was like big PB and J doesn't want you to know this, yeah. but you're all brainwashed. Yeah, Drew's out on that. And then do you if like I, PB and J? I do like PB and J. I think they're so good. I never told you this before because I just value our relationship so much. <laughs> I didn't mean to put we'll you on talk the spot. after. We'll talk after. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> Drew's, Drew's gonna hit me again. Come <laughs> on, can you give us the room, please? Okay, this next one's from Dana. They said that all birds are absolutely evil at their core and they should not exist. And then they put in parentheses, "I have bird trauma." Okay, I agree. Regardless, of I the agree trauma. too. I didn't need. Fuck you a don't, bird. Yeah, you don't need to justify it to me, girl. I hate birds. Don't ever do something around me that I can't do. Like <laughs> birds flying, I'm like inappropriate. <laughs> you have the upper hand. Get out of here. <laughs> the ones Birds. that just walk, I'm like a penguin. I'm like, do your thing. Don't yeah. Don't yeah. be flying. Like an eagle, I'll kill an eagle. <laughs> With my bare hands, bitch. I don't endangered or otherwise. As God intended. <laughs> I'll kill an eagle. Vultures. Enough. We, we name bad people after those things. <laughs> uh, no Girl, way. The way that I, uh, yeah, fuck birds. I, I hate them. I hate all of them. They're I do bad. not. I hate them all. The same way I hate sea creatures is how I hate birds. But I feel like I just like I don't want any problems. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. The sea, I'm not. I'm not as. I'm like I. I'm not gonna fuck with you. Don't fuck with me. Like you stay there. I'll stay here. This is how I feel about nature in general. Me too. Yeah. Same. I go, hey, if you wrestle a snake and it kills you, all, all turnabout is fair play. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> 
All's fair in love and war. I'm not gonna fuck with the snake. Well, that's what I think about when about like shark attacks too. I'm like, well, you're in his house. You went yeah. there, girl. You're you're trespassing. You went to there. They maybe they have a stand your stand your ground law. In there. They're like, look know. what you're wearing. Of yeah. course, the shark's gonna attack. You. Of course, and by the way, if a shark showed up at my house, I'm killing it. <laughs> Stand your ground. Yeah. I go out to get a glass of water in the middle of the night. There's a shark. I don't care what. <laughs> I don't care what they're wearing. I don't care what they're doing. I I'm don't care if they're it. an old friend. D- three shots. <laughs> two, two in the chest and one in the head. <laughs> <laughs> you, After he's down. Just Not to in make my sure. house. You got to do the, mind, the head one to make sure he's dead. Mafia yeah. killing. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah. and take him. <laughs> <laughs> I dare you. I, we have us and sharks have a mutual understanding. I'm murdering you where you stand. If I'm in the ocean, house. if I'm in the ocean and a shark kills me, I st- as I'm dying, I'll be like, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, you got you me. You got me. There He's like gnawing my bottom half off. I'm like, you got it, dog. <laughs> this Take is your my time. Bad. This is my bad. I'm like, no, for sure. You know? <laughs> Stupid. Okay. <laughs> Okay, this next one's from Sydney. She said, I think Raising Cane's is absolute ass and all of you are lying about liking it. There's literally no way. Do you like Raising Cane's? Well, yes, I do. And I would say (laughs) to this person, enjoy prison when I come to power. (laughs) When I come to power, it's over for you. (laughs) You specifically. I love Raising Cane's. If you think I'm not going to get a Caniac combo, replace coleslaw with extra bread, you're nuts. That I'm not kidding is Billy's exact order. And that's my fucking boy. (laughs) He's literally like, I want a Caniac. And he gets that giant of sauce yes you, you get the big sauce they put it in a fucking cup yes dude <laughs> that's gross they put it in a 24 ounce cup and, 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 and i'm <laughs> i'm like Fuck i'm acting like Sco- scooby-doo and shaggy <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm acting crazy in the canes Great. i love canes <laughs> yeah that's i'm real like middle of the road on canes i don't love it but I don't hate it either. Here's what I will say to their point. People people do this with certain restaurants where they treat it like, like they'll be like, people do it with Chipotle too, Chipotle Canes. They'll yeah. be like, I've got to have my Canes. You know, they just like, <laughs> they like stan it. They eat it like three times a week. That's too much. I'm like, I go, I, I go to Canes when I'm like, oh, I'd love a chicken tender right now. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. near a Canes. Yeah. You know? Exactly. But it hits when you want that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, I'm super middle of the road with Canes. Daisy can't eat at Canes, so she's feeling real yeah. left well, out of this conversation. So she can't eat, I can't eat there. But even when I did try it, I they don't have ranch, and I like ranch. I don't. That's like, the like sauce. give me more sauce yeah. options. When did you when did you when did you go vegan? <laughs> She's been. I've been vegan for almost five years. But when we go out, I'll eat dairy because I don't want to. I don't want to inconvenience when we y'all, go to dinner. <laughs> y'all didn't tell me this. You, I didn't know you were vegan. I'm it, gay. Of course, I'm vegan. This makes me think really different of you. <laughs> she, she, like, it's because everything hurts my stomach. That's why. Well, she literally yeah. has a septum, so you should have known. Yeah. To be fair. I really, I'm, I'm not thinking less of you. I'm just thinking different. <laughs> In what way? I'm like, I had no idea. Yeah, I thought we were, I thought we were closer than that. Oh, because I didn't tell you. No, just that you would be that way. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. No, no, but, but yeah. it's beautiful. But it's beautiful. But I had no idea about you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Talk, when we pick restaurants to go to dinner, I never say anything because I don't want to inconvenience people. So I'll just eat what's there. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I, I. This is kind of like you know when you come out to somebody and they, you're. It's kind of like you need to give them time to process it. You've known it for a long time about yeah. yourself, but they need to. I just need to. I need some time. <laughs> okay, I got it. I need some. Time. I know she always when she tells people that if it comes up and they're like, "Oh, do you want some?" She's like, "Oh, I can't. I'm, I'm vegan." She goes, because I'm allergic to everything, not because I'm just like a horrible person. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, most of some vegans are. Like yeah, that. yeah. No, some vegans most are of bad. them. Most of them are. Some vegans are bad. <laughs> not you. Yeah. But she's like, she's like really allergic to a lot of things. Yeah. So it just kind of made sense for her to be vegan. Totally. To be totally. It's not a big deal to me at all. But you guys, this was so much. What time is it? This was so much fun. <laughs> I love you guys. But oh, this has been great. <laughs> no, I don't care at all. Fuck, I'm getting a call. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> We were like, oh, but that Golden Corral, I gotta go. Oh, so. God, I wish they'd call me. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Let us know, Golden Corral. I know you love this pod. Okay, this last one's from Jordan. She said, Vienna sausages are amazing, straight out of the can, uncooked. Same with Ego waffles. They are better frozen. You, now, she, now, now that they know exactly what the fuck they did putting Vienna sausages with Egos. Because they're, they're, they're trying to, they're trying to, they want us to, they, Egos are carrying, Vienna sausages are disgusting. <laughs> And Eggos are delicious, but don't you dare couch that. No. <laughs> you Girl. can't put those together. Vienna sausages are... <laughs> they're they're really fucking gross. The water that they... What's going on Girl. in there? It's so gross. The way... Also, eating Eggos frozen? 
Question mark. Question mark. Wait, was that part of it? Yeah. yeah. I think I was lost Same in the sauce. Same with Ego Waffles. They the way that you frozen. got so flustered over Vienna sausages. You guys are going to think I'm doing this for comedic effect <laughs> and like making this up. I'm sick to my stomach right now. Like legitimately, my stomach is jumping and turning. <laughs> I'm partially because I grew up poor, so we ate Vienna sausages. All the time. And I vowed yeah. to never go back, but I'm not even I kidding. Feel I feel sick right now. That's so gross. That's Ew. so gross. Do you, do you eat them cooked? I would think you cook them, right? Like hot no, dogs. No, we didn't oh, cook them. You shade no. them out of the can too? Yeah. It's kind of like spam. Like spam you could eat. Spam's yummy though. I yeah, love, I love spam. spam. Spam's different. A lot of Samoan cuisine has spam. Yeah. Spam's versatile, yeah. baby. And we grew up poor too, so that's what we ate all the time. With <laughs> eggs too? Oh, spam eggs, and eggs. Spam, dude. eggs, and rice, bitch. Mm. That's my fucking meal. I'm in it with spam. Me and spam go like this. Yeah. <laughs> I love spam. That's okay. part of our culture. Okay, guys. So um, that's going to do it for the regular submissions. But we had some of our Patreoners. So if you know about our Patreon, we had them all ask send in questions for Caleb. And I chose a few. So I'm going to yes. read them to you. And I'm going to be really raunchy over there. <laughs> <laughs> so this first one's from Simon. And they said, I saw you at the Muna concert in Kansas City like two years ago. So that was really cool. <laughs> if you could be a surprise guest during any concert, dead or alive, who would you pick? If I could be a surprise guest. That's a um, good question. The, when so I was I jumped, I hopped on stage with Moon at the Kansas City show, and I originally yes. said no to that because I was like, I just want I just want to celebrate you guys. You know, I just want to, yeah. I because I also yeah, that was really actually not uncomfortable for me. I had a blast, and I'm so I fucking love them. It was so nice of them to have me up. Yeah. Um, but it was I I don't think that's my natural mode. Um, you sounded so good though from yeah. the TikToks I had seen of you performing. So, <laughs> <laughs> but who else? Um, probably the chicks. That would be so fun. Probably the chicks. I, I just they're that. my they're my lifelong. Like I've just always adored them. My family adores them. Yeah, I'd be the chicks. Natalie Maines, I love her. <laughs> okay, the sex was from Cassie. She's also part of the Patreon. And she said, in the movie of your life, what actor would you want to play you and who would play your arch nemesis? I would play me. Uh obviously. <laughs> obviously. Uh, who would play me besides me? I would hope it would be um um maybe Paul uh Hauser. Um, he's, do you guys know him? No. He's really great. He's a really great actor. He's a, he's a fat guy. I love him. Um, who, who would play my arch nemesis? Oh, just some annoying gay guy. <laughs> <laughs> some like, like, like it would be like, it would be like Alan Cumming or something. You know? <laughs> I actually like, it's like Andy Cohen or something. Yeah. yeah. I, I was actually, thinking Billy Eichner or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually like Alan, but I do think he could play someone that I would hate really well. You know what I mean? <laughs> Okay, this next I was one. like, in my <laughs> life, uh, nobody asked me, but in my life, I'm like, I guess like Margot Robbie. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. I mean, we have similar body types, so like you guys are really similar. Yeah, we have a this similar build. <laughs> okay, this next one's from Allie. She asked, "How was it starting stand-up comedy, and how did you deal with your nervousness or anxiety if you had any?" I'm sure you've answered this question like a billion times. Oh no, I love this one. I st starting stand-up is really difficult. You know, it's like you have to like. Uh, it's actually funny that it's it's kind of it gets harder for a while because at first you get the, you think about your set for so long. A lot of people who start comedy they think about their first five or ten for years or mm -hmm. months, you know. Mm -hmm. So your first set usually goes better than you think it will, and that's yeah. what hooks you. And then after that, when you have to develop new material and then you bomb for the first time or whatever, whatever, then it starts to get really like Dark Knight of the Soul type shit. <laughs> it's like really depressing. That's when you start researching Buddhism again. Truly, you get the books. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the if you have something to say, you'll like stand-up is something I feel like you only do because you have to. Like you mm. have to be up there. Yeah. And uh, you can feel it and you can fight it for as long as you want, but it will come up sometime. And uh, yeah, but I think getting over nervousness for me i was never like i was uh, afraid to bomb but i was never scared to like say my opinions oh okay yeah. I you love know that. i didn't want to fail i didn't want people to dislike me but it wasn't really stage fright i've always been very comfortable on the stage yeah yeah it just was not was not it for me so if stage fright is your thing i have no advice um <laughs> i don't know get over it maybe yeah just or like just maybe this isn't for you, <laughs> uh, you know, but, and that would and that would legitimately be okay yeah yeah but i think yeah just um know your material and know what you're doing and also know that for the first little while i don't think i felt like i was truly a stand-up until i started doing stand-up very uh rarely and loosely in 20 16 or 15 okay. mm -hmm. and i don't think i felt like i was truly a stand-up until probably 2021 wow okay wow yeah it just did not feel and i wasn't pursuing it exclusively that whole time i was doing other things and i would not do it for a couple months at a time then i do one show and feel good do one show and feel bad but i think probably 2021 and not even really until my my tour last year my big headlining tour 
um, did I feel like not only am I a stand up, but I am um, doing some of my my best work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Totally. With the show that we went to, were parts of it from that tour. Mm-hmm. It was so good. We did. talked about it on this show for like yeah, thirty we, minutes. We did. We yeah, it. we did. <laughs> it was the fucking the best show. It, it was, was so, so fucking funny. funny. Thanks, y'all. Yeah, that was that show you guys came to was a lot of new material, but some of it was from the the tour. It was so good. It we was so dying. fucking good. It like <laughs> literally, Billy was like. Uh, when we left, he was like, I want to go see him on like a full hour. And yeah, stuff. we were saying and I was that like, too. no, I know. Same. Okay, so this one is from someone that's anonymous, but they said, what is your favorite album of all time and why? Oh, that's so brutal. Um, Even if you have a couple, I feel like I could never just say one. Yeah. That, I mean, uh, my. You could do top three. <sighs> yeah, I will. I want to. I think probably favorite all time. Has got to be Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Yeah. If, if I had to just answer the question, that's and a stick great to it, one. It's a singular piece of work. It's so of its time. It's so. To Zion's one of my favorite songs of all time. Oh my God. It's, it's one of my favorite songs. It's so, it's so culturally, you can feel the the time and the culture yeah. in the album, but it's totally. also timeless, you mm-hmm. know? And, and, and I think, yeah, it's just so beautiful and so like. I, the, the Miseducation of Warren Hill. It's just I always come back to it. That's a great choice. Um, other perfect albums to me: uh, Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves. Oh uh, my god, I think about her all the time. Album. I've That's been listening to it a lot lately because yeah. of her new song. Her new song is yeah, so yeah. good. Uh, Frank Ocean had two: Channel Orange and Bond. Both to me, no skips. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, all rippers, no skippers. <laughs> Period. Uh, Dixie Chicks fly. <laughs> um, <laughs> who else had perfect albums? I won't. I now this is one that I bring up a lot that people don't give a fuck about. But Jason Derulo's oh. debut album is legitimately as a, 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 a understanding it in the context of when it came out mm-hmm. and understanding it as a debut pop album, mm-hmm. one of the best. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Nobody ever cares about this or likes that I'm saying it, but you if you <laughs> if you listen to that album front to back, Jason Derulo is telling you exactly like what his sound is and who he's gonna be. And as a debut, I, I don't know if it was his his freshman in tech, like maybe he had one before it, but it was his breakout. It's a it's a perfect album. Does that one have a much you say on it? Yes. Okay. It, it, every it's 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 love hangover. It's uh it's it's like literally like <laughs> listen to it. It's really go okay. listen to it. That's a good one. <laughs> okay. This next question is from Lakin and she asked, which color do you think has the worst personality? Purple. People who like <laughs> yeah, that's such a good one. <laughs> People, That's so real. People who like purple are um they scare me. People whose favorite color is purple, I'm like, you're just ill in a way. <laughs> you know? People whose favorite color is purple are like people who run a marathon once. They're like, they they find a way to bring it up. Yeah, they bring they're it up. They're gonna bring it up and they're they're gonna talk about it. Like they I do not give a fuck where you're at. Like you could be at a fucking funeral. Yeah. You'd be at a wake and they're like did someone say purple? Did someone say purple? Did someone say I did a marathon? Uh, <laughs> yes. It's funny because the my new podcast that's coming out soon is one of the colors in it. The designer put purple in it, and I allowed it because I liked it. Yeah, but it's the only time I've ever liked purple. But oh. it's also not purple. It's like purple. a lilac. It's, more it's like lilac, lilac yeah. lavenderish, which I will excuse. Real stands no. Real yeah. stands no. <laughs> I would Real never. Purple. Real stands no. The shade purple. of my podcast art. <laughs> Okay, and then this is the last question. This one's from Olivia, and she said, give your review of the worst place you've ever eaten at in New York. In New York? Damn. Oh, because I had one. Um, New York specifically. Um, worst place I've ever eaten at in New York. Wow. I've, I I go to New York a lot. I know, same. Or even it's LA, hard. Yeah. It's hard to find bad food in New York, to be honest. Yeah, well... Depending on where you're at. Worst place I've had in New York. I went... Um, I genuinely do not remember the name of it, but there was a restaurant. I was filming a movie in New York like two, a year and a half ago, maybe. And I went out with the director, like right when I got to town and we went to this restaurant in um, like, I think like Tribeca ish that we were both really excited about Okay. that. We were like, Ooh, this is like, people love this place. Like, let's go. And I don't remember the name of it, but it was in like a, a basement and it was like, um, it was like, we got like oysters and stuff and just everything we got was bad. <laughs> And the, and and the the every but it was like a nice place that an expensive restaurant in yeah. New York. And I, I just was like, this should be so good. <laughs> Why is it not? And everything we got was bad. And I just remember leaving the meal and being like, not a great introduction to this trip. You know what I mean? <laughs> I hope that's not a sign. I was like, damn. And the movie turned out uh, to be a lot of fun. So thank God. But I was like, I literally was like, I believe in omens. And I was like, uh oh. <laughs> Me too. You know, I was like, uh oh. What are we in for? 
is the whole is the whole trip is the whole project gonna feel like a bad oyster? You know? Like, oh no! You're so. getting all the bad out in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Used it all up on that one dinner. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Caleb. That's gonna yes. do it for this episode. Our bestie, Caleb. I love you guys. Where can everybody find you, and where can everybody come and see you? For the time being, you can find me on the internet at Caleb Says Things, and I uh, reserve the right at any moment to leave the internet forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, come see me. Go to the link in all my bios and come see me at live shows. I'm. When Period. does this come out? It'll come out on Tuesday. This Tuesday. Tuesday. Great. So, um, I'm doing a whole tour with my friend Annie DeRusso. You can come see us in. Uh, New York, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., Chicago, Nashville, San Francisco, and L.A. Period. I'm also doing my hour in L.A. at Netflix is a Joke Fest at Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Major. Which so is major. so fucking awesome. Beyond cool. Yeah. So yeah, come see me in a live show. That's where I would really like to see no, you. No, please go see him. We like, talk about you almost every episode. We do. Yeah. Everybody knows. Everybody's very familiar with Caleb already. <laughs> but like, because we talk about how much we fucking love you all the time. But oh, like, I, I cannot recommend Caleb's stand-up enough, y'all. Mm -hmm. Like, truly, it is so fucking good. Like, Even Annie DeRusso, she's super talented. Oh, yeah. Excited. And he's amazing. What it's a great fun. combo. That's gonna Absolutely. Be super yeah. We okay. love you very much. I, I love you guys. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. <laughs> That's going to do it for this week's episode. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Oh, God, thank God it's over. <laughs> you guys are fucked up. <laughs>